Jesus makes a statement. You did not choose me. I chose you. Jesus is the one that chooses. He said, you, you are chosen by me to do what? Bear fruit. I've often said that to be, to be a Christian is never a passive thing. It is an active thing. It's an active action that you and I are to take because of who we are and what we are. Our district, Florida Georgia District, is celebrating its 70th birthday this weekend. And that was the theme of the, of the district convention. And I remember when my, when my parents and I, when we moved from Pennsylvania to Vero Beach, Florida, 1955. And, I, and it made me think, the district was just eight years old when we moved down here. We had less than 100 churches in the two states. And now there are over 200 churches and 60-plus schools. Our, our district... And the Florida Georgia District and Synod is, is very well known for its mission attitude. How the, the people here in, in these, these two states are so concerned about sharing the gospel, sharing the good news with the people around them. And you are no different. What do we just do outside here? What's, what's it's coming up in a couple of weeks, isn't it? Dedication of our school. So we are very focused on ministry and education for our children. So they may, so those people may know who Jesus is, because that's so important, isn't it? We need to know about Jesus. The theme that we have chosen for this, for this uh, worship service is, remember, Chosen and appointed for a purpose. I don't think it's ironic or it's uh, happening, but if you read the uh, portals of prayer for today, they talk about John the Baptist. He was chosen, wasn't he? He was chosen by God to be the forerunner of his son Jesus Christ, to, to straighten the pathway. John was chosen for that very reason. He was also chosen to baptize Jesus. So, Jesus not only connected to us, but Jesus connected us to the Father. I don't know about you, but it kind of blows my mind when I realize that I, as this simple human being here on this earth, because of what Jesus has done for me, I can talk to the creator of this universe. And you can talk directly to him. Doesn't that blow your mind? That's even better than talking to the president of the United States. You can talk to the creator of the universe because God is so concerned about each one of you that you can talk directly to him. What a joy and a privilege that is. But just think what it would be like if 
we were to love one another as Jesus commands us. Jesus says you are to love one another as I, as the Father, has loved me. That's a tall command. That, and that's not just a, a happening. That is a command of Jesus Christ. And just think what would happen here in this community if we would do that, if that would happen, if each one of us today would go out and love the people around us as Jesus is loved by the Father, what do you think would happen? Think for a moment. Disgruntled members, marriages would be, that are in danger would be restored. People who gossiped about us, that gossip would fall by the wayside. But you see, Jesus, when he was on the cross, he prayed for those things to happen. He prayed for restoration. He prayed for people as he hung on the cross. Wow. And then he says, you didn't choose me, I chose you. You, each one of you. Some of us have been here longer than others. But you were chosen to be here in this congregation. You were here to be chosen, you were here to be chosen by Jesus to do the work around us. There, there's no such thing as a passive Christian. Christians are to be active. Look at the programs we, we have here in the community. Look at that building. And I understand we just got certified. Wanda, where are you? We just got certified in that, that school. Isn't that exciting? Wow. Wow. <laughs> How exciting that is to know that because of what happens back there, God will bless us. <coughs> He'll bless that that school. He'll continue to bless this church. Just think for a moment. Two years ago, if you'd have thought that that building back there would be constructed and built debt-free, would you have believed it? I wouldn't have. But God made it happen. He chose us to be here to do that work. And through your through your, your generous gifts, God has made that happen. Your, your work here is mission work. Your work here is to tell others about how much God loves you, the Father loves you. I like to use the Father a lot because God is all three, but I like to use the Father because it's the Father's business that we're doing this. It is His way. It's His work. You and I are connected to the Father through the vine, Jesus Christ. We are the leaves on that vine. Now, if, if the leaves aren't connected to the Father, what happens to the leaves? It's just like when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. They took fig leaves to cover them themselves. Now, how long do fig leaves last? Not very smart of them, was it? But as long as we are connected to the vine, we have that power that God the Father has given to his son, Jesus Christ. Last week in, um, in the children's sermon I had up in uh, Gainesville, 
I used the, the, the idea of, of a balloon. And you blow up the balloon, and you had that, that balloon. That's, that's, that's on Sunday morning. And then Sunday afternoon comes along, and Monday and Tuesday. What's happening to that balloon? It, it deflates. That happens to us. That happens to us when we're not connected to the Word. That happens to us when, when we skip Sunday morning, skip Sunday church, skip being in God's will, God's Word. And then Sunday comes along again, and what happens? You blow up the balloon, and you go through the same thing week after week because we're weak human beings. But we're not lost. We're not detached from the Father. The Father in this worship service is building us up. It's expanding our brains, our hearts to those around us. One of the things that I know for, for some people is very difficult to imagine is this. When did your forgiveness take place? When? Pardon? I can even go back further than that. It happened at the cross, didn't it? Didn't it? Because Jesus died on the cross for your sins. And now that, that action that Jesus did is applied to you today. It's applied through your baptism. Because we are not only connected with Jesus, but we're connected with the Father. And it is the Father who is the forgiving Father. The Father began his work many years ago. Many, many years ago. He did that when he brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. Even before that. He chose a people. Abraham, Sarah, he chose them as his special people to do his work. And that has happened down through the ages. And Jesus came along and went to the cross for you and for me. So we can continue that process and know that we are cleansed of our sins. And because of that cleansing, you and I are to produce fruit, fruit that that lasts, chosen and appointed for a purpose. I can, as I worked on this sermon, it took me back a few years when I was a teenager. I was 15 years of age, and my dad made the statement, we are pulling up states here in Pennsylvania and we're moving to Florida. For a teenager, 15 years of age, halfway through high school, it wasn't too exciting. But I look, as I look back now, I see that God was working at that time through our family. What made my dad decide to move to Florida? I believe it was God, because he knew what, what I would be doing here in the state of Florida. It probably wouldn't have happened up in Pennsylvania. But here in Florida, I grew in my faith. I attended Walter League. Remember those days? Walter League? 
And uh, as, as I gra after I graduated from high school, my military career took me to the panhandle of Florida. And there was a group of us. There was three, 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 male, three men, two, um, uh, two people and my, myself. And we decided to go down to the local church because the girls were there. And we became known as the Owls. Older Walther Leaguers. That was us. And I can truthfully say all three of those men went into the ministry. Not, not because of the girls. <laughs> but because of our pastor. And I've, I've shared this with you several times that one, one, one Sunday morning as I was coming out of church, I shook the pastor's hand. He looked at me and said, you need to go into ministry. And I said, you're crazy. And even when, when I was at the seminary and we had graduation, he was there. He eventually became a Southern District President. And I looked at him and said, John, you got me into this. But you know, it was all planned by the Lord. And I didn't realize it. Until as I look back now and I can see how God's hand is working through my, my life. Just like it was last year. Many of you know I was very, very sick. But I could see the Lord working through that type of ministry. And now today I thank the Lord because he's given me the opportunity to just stand before you and share his, his love for you and me. God has chosen each one of you for a purpose. A good purpose. And that purpose is to produce fruit. What do you mean by fruit? Sharing the good news of Jesus Christ to those around us so they will not be lost ever. And they will have the love of the Father always with them. May God grant to each of you this love and this grace. Amen. Now may that peace of God that surpasses all human understanding Keep your hearts and minds grounded in Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and our Savior. Amen. We rise. The Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and his church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We pray. Heavenly Father, bless our congregation, our pastor, and each of our ministries, leaders and members. We did not choose you, but rather you chose us and appointed us to bear fruit, fruit that will last.
Help us, Father, to abide in your love. We together are a royal priesthood and offer to you our lives in service to you. We are a living sacrifice and our services unto you is holy and acceptable because of Jesus. Lord, in your mercy, bless and give us opportunities daily to be witnesses and ambassadors for you. Allow your love for us to flow through the daily events of our lives. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be a vessel for me to share with others you who belong to them. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we thank you that for the work and ministry of the Florida Georgia District over these past 70 years. We thank you for each of those who have served in our district over these many years for the vision and direction that you have given to them to plant new churches, start new school ministries, to the training of leaders, for the wisdom and counsel that you have provided through them. We thank you for the work of President Walton and each of our staff members and ask that you would watch over them in all of their travels, blessing their work and provide people, congregations and schools who will engage in our mutual work throughout our district and synod. Lord, bless and be with all of our staff families and mutual countless hours of time together for their families to gather on your work. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we remember in our special prayers this week and this morning, our pastor who was elected third vice president of the district as a regional president. Thanks for the ELC occupancy permit. And now, Lord, continue to bless the licensing process for our ELC. Lord, be with those who are in need of spiritual and physical help through your spirit. Heal them according to your will. And also, Lord, listen to our individual prayers as we pass them on to you. Lord, in your mercy. Please be seated. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts in joy and thanksgiving. We pray. Our Father, you have given us this special meal, the meal of your, of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. May we receive your power and your love through this meal to remind us how you have forgiven us, how you have loved us so much. Father, all we can do is just say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.